Hello, everyone. It's Nathan Freeberg from Leadership Vision. And by now, you know that all of us are living in and through a global pandemic. Everyone is navigating this crisis in the best way that they know how. For some, that's significant. Lots of changes, lots of things going on. But for others, the impacts are relatively small. But what's true for all of us is that no matter our level of influence, we are trying to establish meaningful connections with our people to ensure that success at home or at the office or somewhere else can happen through this time of constant change. Critical to this challenge is paying attention to people's emotional and relational needs. At Leadership Vision, we've responded to this need by writing a new team engagement curriculum addressing how we're adapting behaviorally, emotionally, grieving loss, and naming adaptations and commitments. So today on the podcast, I'm replaying one of these recent team engagement series we held, virtually of course, with a group of around a dozen leaders from all sorts of industries and backgrounds. You're getting a sneak peek into our series titled, Leading in Crisis. During this preview experience, you'll discover the unique approach that we are taking as we work with organizations building strong people, strong teams, and strong culture. We want to show you a team engagement session delivered virtually and how maybe it could help your people connect and engage in this time of crisis. And we've left in the discussion questions that we used with this group, hoping that maybe you and your team or maybe your family around the dinner table tonight can use them right now or whenever you connect next, virtually of course, to help with some of the emotional needs you may be facing. Brian and Linda led this session with Steph and Carrie from our team doing a lot of the -the behind-the-scenes technological work. I've removed most of the individual sharing time because, well, some of it was personal. But I think that you're going to get a great sense and great idea about how you could do this on your team. Okay, here's Brian kicking this off for us. He's first going to share just a bit about where this engagement series came from, map it out, and then Linda's going to take over and get us into the conversations and questions. Enjoy. And so I tried to think of like a metaphor to kind of explain you know, or to summarize the 20 conversations I've had in in the last week with people that that I know who are leading in the business industry. I think everybody has some way of saying they feel like they're on a teeter-totter. There are some days where they feel emotionally high, like things are going to be okay. Then there's other times when they have that that thump when they hit the ground and they don't think things are going to be okay. And I think that in addressing uh, the the current state of affairs, I think it's important for us as influencers and business leaders to open our minds to how is it that we're going to engage um, our leaders and teams in a way that's not just meaningful, but addresses the emotional needs uh, that are also being present now more than ever. Leadership Vision, in response to this global pandemic, has created a platform where leaders can have a critical conversation with their teams on how we navigate crisis. We at Leadership Vision are using our team engagement platform to deliver this. And those of you who are unfamiliar with that, a team engagement series is a 90-minute session that is uh, delivered to a functioning team. And we're going to use that platform as well as connecting with team leaders to make sure that we understand the context as they're experiencing it and within the organization and the context that's happening within their teams. So today, during this preview experience, we want to actually invite you into a brief participation with what a team engagement session might feel like as it's delivered online. And it's one way of just us demonstrating how we engage people and teams and organizations to navigate change. And I don't think it's 
that we can overemphasize enough why this is important today as we're facing this global pandemic. Everybody, including everybody on this call, is in some way trying to navigate this crisis to the best of their abilities. Business leaders are also trying to establish meaningful ways to adapt to an entirely new way of doing business, the relational and professional disconnection they're feeling with their team members, and how it is that they're changing with or dealing with job losses, organizational change, and how to make Zoom work. I think it's critical for all of us to pay attention in the midst of all this change that we need to be paying attention to the emotional and relational needs of everybody. Leadership Vision has responded by running its own unique curriculum around this. And this curriculum that I'm referring to is addressing four very specific topics on how it is that people lean into and lead through crisis. So topic number one is how we're reacting. That's a behavioral approach to navigating through crisis. Topic number two is emotional. Being able to name our feelings, name how our feelings are affecting us and others. Topic number three is grief and loss. I think it's incredibly important to spend time or just take a moment to understand what is it that we've lost? What are we longing for from what was and how do we we grieve the way things were and how they are now? And lastly, how do we make adaptations and commitments to go forward? That would be the fourth topic. If you're familiar with the team engagement session in the quote-unquote real world and wondering how it's going to work in a virtual format, well, here's what we're doing. First, we sent the participants a PDF to use as an outline with the questions and paragraphs and stuff to read. We also share this on the screen. And just to make sure that everyone is on the same page, literally. To start the time, there was some banter time, introductions, that sort of thing, followed by some teaching, a breakout session, and more. It really led to some very well-managed, but also very lively discussion. Okay, here's Brian again, laying out the whole process. So in a team engagement session, um, we introduced the curriculum, and then we, we walk through with a the teaching, then it leads right into a discussion. And so what we do is, is we do a little bit of, of reading along and highlighting some of the things that we're, we're trying to teach. So if you were to focus um, your attention to the first paragraph, when it comes to helping ourselves understand how it is that we're feeling in times of crisis, we believe that it is key to emotional health to spend time thinking about how is it that we're feeling what is it that we're thinking and how are our feelings and the way that we're thinking impacting how we're doing? And that sequence is intentional because feelings are a response to the outer world. We begin to think based on how we're feeling and then we act and express outside of that. However, when we try to navigate how we're adjusting to crisis, I feel that we do this approach in the opposite order. We see how our actions are impacting others and we ask ourselves, well, how did I get there? And then we might get to the fact that those two things were actually spurred on by how it is that, that we're feeling. We want to introduce that feelings are data. Feelings aren't right. Feelings aren't wrong. They're completely neutral. But as you see in that second sentence, too often we allow our emotions to dictate what it is that we're doing. And I believe that professional leaders are perhaps ill-equipped to understand how a person's emotions could be influencing to a great degree how it is that they're engaging in their daily work. So this process of understanding how we're feeling, you'll see in, in the third sentence, this is a deeper exploration that leads to an awareness of how reactions and emotions can be either positive or negative. They will impact what we're thinking and what we're doing, and it does have a significant impact on ourselves and others. And so if you can imagine for a moment how 
if a team presses pause and we give a, a leader or an executive a platform to show some compassion and empathy towards their employees or their, their team members and to have this conversation in a very safe space that's facilitated by some objective people like ourselves, imagine what kind of conversations can happen outside of this when someone is able to express how they're feeling, whether that's positive or negative, and then how that can lead to a deeper engagement from that leader. Crisis only amplifies our emotions. Um, and usually that amplification is happening from some outside force and we don't have control over that. So how is it that a leader can help someone navigate through this? So each, you know, th- these paragraphs are not meant to just be read. Each sentence could be something that you would take a little further. Each sentence could be something that you would piece out. Um, <coughs> P-I-E, C. <laughs> Peace out and uh, not peace out. I I, I caught that. Um, (laughs) But even with that, you can use, once again, you can use this with your team this afternoon. You can work, use this with your family at dinner tonight or sometime tomorrow with different groups that you're gathering together. I think even on a happy hour, sometimes something like this or a prompt like this could be really helpful. And so once again, we're at topic two, we're pulling out the feeling and um, I'm going to move you to three questions right now. And so if you look at the discussion number one, the first question is, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? And so I want you to either either think in your mind, jot it down, type it in, like in however however you um, learn or however you start to think or process. What was it that you name your feeling? Now, it can be a bunch of paradox. I know that there's times for me where I am feeling like sweet. I get to be in my house and get to do this. The next moment. I'm trapped. Um, <laughs> the next moment, like, oh, it's nice to have a break from people. Next moment, I can't be that far. How do I hug people now? Um, uh, well, I hug him, but you know, there's that. So, um, so I feel like I swing. Um, I have a variety of emotions. Um, I'm not necessarily the, just a constant person, but as humans, we live in those paradox, and it's whatever you're feeling is okay. Um, even if it's if it will change the next moment, even if it will change tomorrow. So the first one is how are you feeling, and then we're going to move to the discussion number two. And um, so I'm skipping over those the first discussion one. So the discussion number two, and Steph also has this has put this in the chat box. So if you're wondering which one is she talking about, it's there, guys. It's there. And guys is just a Minnesota term for all y'all. So uh, here we go. So discussion number two, how are you feeling? How, how are your feelings affecting those around you? So if you come off as scared in some moment, how are people responding to that? If you come off as really confident, how are people responding to that? And not trying to make a judgment of that, but like, oh, I maybe really pushed that person back. I, I look to Brian in his futuristic right now to like, what are, what are we going to see beyond this? And it was, it's like his future has been erased a little bit. And so he actually has to rely on my adaptability in this moment to respond, to act, to move and not get stuck. And so, uh, so even understanding how we usually, how we usually react is different. And now there's a different context around that. And so then the third question is how are the feelings of Hmm. others impacting you? And so 
when I have space for someone, I was like, whoa, they are, why are they so excited? I got to pay attention to that. Or what are we learning from children right now that when they get on Zoom calls and playtime, that they just make things work and they add and they iterate and they have new ideas how can we learn from children in this this time and space? So those are the questions. This is what we're going to do. In just a moment, Steph is going to put you in a breakout room. So we put participants in a five-minute breakout room, gave them some very specific instructions to keep things on track, and then asked them to answer these questions. How are you feeling? And then you're going to choose one of those two follow-up questions, which is how are you, how are your feelings affecting those around you or how are the feelings of others impacting you? So we sent them out into those breakout rooms asking that they self-monitor. And if you've not been a part of a virtual breakout room before, it's surprisingly easy to navigate and honestly a little bit fun. We can assign people or it does it automatically. It's really slick. After five or so minutes, people came back to the larger group, and we discussed what each of them had talked about. Oh, everyone's coming back. Oh, wow. Everybody oh, is coming back. Again. Oh, we wanted oh. more time. I know. I know, right? <laughs> I didn't want to leave my group. I really like my group. Can I go back? We can yes. do this again next Tuesday. <laughs> no, I'm serious. If this is something that you're interested in again, I mean, let's... We'll let's... do the whole series with all of you. Anne gave me great ideas. I'm really excited. Anne is fabulous. I got great ideas from you as well. Anne, we, you know, of course you do. That does not surprise anybody. All right, friends. Um, Same thing. Jot down. How did that feel? We've heard some of you extroverted already saying, I wanted more time or somehow you liked it, even if you were maybe talking about painful things. Um, But jot that down so you remember. Also take a moment to jot down what someone in your breakout group might have said hmm. or how they might have responded because that that might give you some awareness about about someone who's not wired like you will respond or act or interact. So participants jotted some of the things down. We shared them on the call, which I won't do here. But in listening to this both live and again here while I'm editing, it was powerful. And even though I wasn't a participant, it gave me some things to think about as I process my own emotions right now. And once again, these questions can be something that you bring to your team, bring to your family that you can use to um, like take this page and do something with it right away. So as we're wrapping up the presentation part, Linda and I hope to circle back with each one of you uh, and and just ask you uh, some follow-up questions, which we won't do now. Yes. You'll notice too, that even though that we're a strengths-based organization and we use the tool Clifton Strengths or StrengthsFinder, that wasn't a focus of that. But very easily, if you see on your in, on the PDF that we sent you, on the right-hand column is using the language of, of strengths and how it informs some of your emotions. Our daughter has been in contact with us. She's 19 years old. And she's like, all my strengths are dark. Everything's dark. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And which, which ones, which ones of my strengths do you think are dark? And I was like, well, I usually would say, which ones do you think? And instead I was like, all of them, they all are, they all kind of feel turned off right now. And so actually then we were on a conversation with Eric Curtis and a a variety of 60 people from around the world. And I told her, I was like, sign in, 
sign in and listen to these leaders all over the world in major cities respond to this crisis. They're all feeling what you're feeling. Um, and so there's something that is bringing all of us together right now, uh, a suffering, a confinement, a, a wonder, a fear, you know, whatever else that is. And now we have this opportunity to use strengths as a toolkit to get into the areas of where we can make this uh, really make a difference or realize all the ones that aren't helping us right now. Um, the ways that sometimes I have to take my individualization and send it on a plane trip like, <laughs> or put it on the shelf um, and find a way to, to more broadly reach people. So uh, we do a variety of things to, to make this strengths based on purpose. At the same time, the heart of it is really getting people to name some of their feelings, to not feel alone in those feelings so that it leads to the next break or the next topic, which was around grief. And so this is a little bit of a teaser, but we've been playing with the concept of ambiguous grief, grief that doesn't have an end. And then how do your strengths show up in spaces like that, as well as how are you making adaptations and commitments? So all of this kind of builds and as well, the, the feeling this session comes after a behavior se kind of reaction session to help people just kind of name some of their basic behaviors. So this very well could be our new normal for quite a while. Virtual work meetings, virtual calls, and happy hours with friends and family. Depending on where you are in the world right now, you're likely under some form of self-quarantine, shelter at home, or stay at home order. So with abrupt and unprecedented changes being forced upon each one of us, how do we make the most out of it? Well, in part, we believe it's through processing it all with others and then finding out how to navigate and move forward into this unprecedented, uncharted territory. If you'd like help with any of that, even just like needing a sounding board to process it all, well, we'd love to help. Reach out to us. We don't have all the answers. We're trying to figure it out too. But you can send us an email to connect at leadershipvisionconsulting.com or there's a link in the show notes as well. We'd love to help you and your team process what's going on for the purposes of moving forward and trying to continue being people of generative influence. Thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, where we share our expertise in the discovery practice and implementation of a strengths-based approach to people, teams, and culture. For more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your entire organization, visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. If you found value from this episode, we'd appreciate it if you would subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and a host of others. Please share this podcast and our other resources with anyone you think would benefit from going deeper into our strengths-based approach to individual, team, and organizational development. I'm Nathan Freeberg, and on behalf of our entire team, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.